It's a little exciting when the children are fighting, but they've got to abide by the playground rules. Okay, we're back. For real this time. Welcome to Playground Rules with me, Herb, and my very good friend, Arik. Hey, buddy. What's going on, dude? Uh, not much. Should we explain to the people why, why we didn't give them what they want last week? <laughs> so, I screwed up. I don't know what happened, um, but my mic cut out about five minutes into our recording session last week. Uh, so, we did not have an episode to post. I, Arik is... Very fascinating and articulate, but just one side of the conversation was not enough. Herb, this is a team we screwed up. <laughs> I'm Do you pretty want me sure. To, I, should I like record the Skype call as well? Well, I recorded. The, the problem is that your level is almost always significantly higher than mine. So if it's on oh. one track, it's not really listenable. Oh, like the recording of the Skype call is really high. Like yeah, really you high. should. You, I re, I always record the Skype call. If you want, check it out. But uh, yeah, it's it's not really. Uh, because I recorded I, like, it last week. Turn it just wasn't... down my. I don't really understand why that would be true. But okay, well, uh, if it happens again, I'll try to fix it. But in, for now, this kind I'm of gonna... technical troubleshooting should really be done when we're not recording Arc. This is you not interesting for the people. This is not necessary for the podcast. Ugh, you won't because you're lazy. But I won't because I'm lazy. <laughs> All you right. Guys, well, then moving on. You guys missed a pretty good episode. I was kind of bummed that it got deleted because Arik praised my news curation skills. They're um, excellent. You're killing it on the news curation. Thanks, Arik. Uh, we talked about some movies that we'd recently seen. Uh, I saw Jumanji, liked it. Arik saw Phantom Thread, liked it. And uh, we talked about basketball. And uh, I think we'll not. probably revisit a little bit of what we discussed last week. But there's just so much new stuff to talk about, too. So we're going to have to get into that. I know. What a crazy week. It's really been something else. Uh, yeah. But before we dive into the basketball, any uh, anything you want to talk about? Any movies, shows, general thoughts? Uh, I don't know. This has been kind of like a... I, mean, I realize I should have something because it's been... Well, I guess it's only been a week for talking to you about this stuff. But um, I don't know if I do. I, I've had a very... Like, I'm, you know... For folks out there who don't know, and that's hopefully everyone, uh, I'm... Um, I'm I'm currently looking for a, a new job, and uh, so I'm like doing a lot of preparation for the interviewing stuff. So I've been mostly doing that. I haven't really done much else, to be honest with you. Cool. It's been very boring. That's great. Great stuff, Arik. How about you? Uh, not really. See, there you go. I'm gonna go hey. see Jumanji again tomorrow. What? Well, uh, our mutual friend, uh, Arthi, uh got really upset when i saw it because she she's a huge fan of the original um so i told her did you know that yeah i did and i said hey let's go see it it looks awesome and she's like no it looks dumb i don't want to go and then i was like hey it was great she's like why did you go without me (laughs) (laughs) that sounds about right literally this literally what happened uh yeah i'm very very excited to see it again because i did enjoy it a lot yeah, that's. I mean, that's great. I mean, it's so rare that that's, uh, that happens. I think I need to see the new Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, you should. But I don't think it's in theaters anymore. Oh, I'm sure it's playing somewhere. Those those tend to stick around for a while. Yeah, I might have to do a little searching. But I do, because I keep seeing... Apparently, people have some pretty uh, intense takes on it. Yeah, very, and, very uh, strong takes. Yeah, and I haven't read any of them for obvious reasons, but... Um, but, I, you know, you see, like, the headlines and stuff, and I'm just like, man, like, this is apparently 
quite uh, controversial. So I'm I'm I feel like I probably should see it. I do I need to watch the I don't need to watch Rogue Squadron or whatever that one was called. Rogue, Rogue one is one. Uh, a prequel to the original trilogy. So that so doesn't it's not, matter. Yeah. Yeah. No. You don't need to see that. But uh yeah, I think it's uh you know, I think some of the criticisms against the movie are valid, but a yeah. lot of them kind of boil down to uh you know, like, have you ever seen uh, any of those, like, uh, web series, like, Movie Sense or Everything Wrong in Blank? I don't know if I have, but I can guess what they're like. Yeah, they're, they're these, like, really annoying videos that uh, criticize movies by identifying, like, every little logical inconsistency and things like that. Mm. Um, and I think that's, like, uh, to, you know, sometimes things happen in movies and it's like, wow, that's really dumb in the world of this movie and it makes it hard to suspend disbelief. But I, I think people people get way too caught up in detail sometimes. Uh, you know, movies uh, don't always need to completely adhere to real-world logic to be enjoyable, you know? Well, you know, not to, not to take this conversation to a dark place, but isn't it interesting that we live in a time where no one seems to have the energy to have any nuance in their thought or discussion on, like, things that actually matter, but have nothing but time to, like, hyper-analyze and criticize things that have no relevance to their lives. Yeah, that's a really interesting point. I think it's just a lot easier, you know. With Star Wars, you know where you stand. Uh, it's really hard to put yourself out there in the current climate where, you know, this this is the year of, of the milkshake duck. It's hard to... Yeah, but uh, I'm not even talking about people... I mean, I see what you're saying, and you're totally right, but I'm not actually not even talking about people, like, writing those columns. I'm just saying, like, just even people just thinking that it's important to understand the facts of something before they're talking about it. Uh-huh. Uh, is, is, would be a huge, uh, cause did you see that statistic, uh, that, uh, that 40, I want to get this right, hold on, 40 something percent, 42 percent, 42 percent of Republicans, uh-huh. people who identify as Republicans, and 17 percent of people who identify as Democrats uh-huh. say that, uh, news, the which, Accurate but negative news stories qualify as fake news. Wow, that's really interesting. What, who did that poll? Uh, that was done by the... Well, it's, I read it on the Washington Post, but I don't know who did the poll. Uh, Gallup. Gallup did the poll. Gallup. We talked about Gallup last week. Well, yeah, Gallup Knight Foundation. So, yeah, I mean, that's like... That's really depressing. Really depressing. I mean, 42% is insane. 17% is also insane. Like, this is not a one imagined side of some imagined dichotomy over the other. This is just, like, the fact that this many people think that something is fake because they don't agree with it is uh, really worrying. Very, very troubling. Yeah. This is dark times on our <laughs> on the old playground rules. So go see Star Wars. And so I'll go see Star Wars. Why not, so live in someone, why not live in a fake dystopian reality? Why live in this real one? You know what I mean? I don't think Star Wars qualifies as dystopic. Uh, no, not even under the uh, evil empire? That is a really interesting point. I don't... Because typically dystopias are, are, you know, like Blade Runner or... Uh, uh, I mean, there's a million of them, obviously. Um... There's a struggle between the rebels. I mean, the rebels are oppressed in the sense that the Empire is trying to destroy them. I guess... Would you, would you describe the Star Wars society civilization as undesirable or frightening? I guess I would. Yeah, I think we're, I think we're in the land of dystopia then. Not the prequels. 
Is there really uh, the only Star Wars no, movies? No, not the, pre- watch, the prequels are watching. how we got to dystopia. <laughs> yeah. Prequels are, uh, uh, you know, what's that Aldous Huxley, uh, Brave, no, Brave New World in Reverse. This is like how the apocalypse happens, right? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, very stupidly, with a lot of trade negotiations. <laughs> yeah, well, okay. <laughs> Star Wars, <laughs> dystopia. What a, what a fascinating yeah, Listeners out there, all 11 revelation. of you, let us know. Is Star Wars a dystopia? You don't actually have any way to contact us, but... Yeah. Just open your window and shout out and maybe... Just imitate that Simpsons quote, you know, the clip with the grandpa shouting at the cloud. Yeah. Shout at the cloud and, and yeah. it'll be relayed to us. Especially Somehow, if you're in the Carmen. Bay Area, we might hear about it. Yeah, it's true. Well, stories, stories galore. Mm. Let's start with a fun one. Do you know that it is... Almost the 25th anniversary of one of the greatest video games of all time, NBA Jam. I do know this uh, because I saw this story. But, <laughs> but yeah, man, NBA Jam, 25 years. And I mean, I still think it's one of the handful of best basketball games of all time. It's so enjoyable. It is, it's, it's definitely my favorite sports game of all time. I, I like the more sophisticated stuff like NBA 2K, but there's just something about the purity of NBA Jam that just makes it so playable. I used to have it on a Super Nintendo, and the follow-up, I think, was called NBA Hangtime. It came out on Nintendo 64, and me and my brothers would play it constantly, hours. I mean, I, I would venture to guess that I've played those games for, you know, hundreds of hundreds of hours. So, uh, when you were... Yeah, I mean, I, I, have, I have my Super Nintendo copy within arm's distance of where i'm sitting right now <laughs> and that's not because of we were doing this like it's just where it is yeah uh but i so in addition to the, how great that game was and we could wax on it did you read the bottom of the article where the people who were on the roster of the team in the game picked people from their current the current iteration of the team that they would choose to have be on the roster no i didn't that? see that but let's go over it where that's at this article oh here this we go. is incredible so let's let we need to go over this so okay. uh the first one is the new the new orleans pelicans which is dumb because they weren't in the nba uh at that time and they said demarcus cousins anthony davis which of course is obvious yeah uh the second one is the first one that i think is uh questionable so scotty pippen chose zach levine and chris dunn crazy that's crazy crazy it should be Bobby Portis and Nikola Mirotic. <laughs> well, at least it should have Nikola Mirotic on it. Uh, yeah, he's second the, in the NBA in three-point percentage it, right now. It's ridiculous. Like, the, yeah. their best player is Nikola Mirotic. What the hell is Zach Levine doing on this? Like, Chris he's Dunn, played, you could make He a, played his first game as a bull, like, two weeks ago. Yeah, less. you could make an outside argument for Dunn because he's looked like he's going to be really special. But, like, we're not – no. Yeah. No with this. This is dumb. Atlanta Hawks. Uh, De- Dominique Wilkins says Dennis Schroeder and John Collins. I mean, I guess that's a pretty bad roster. Yeah, but there were teams in the original NBA Jam that were pretty trash. Sure, yeah, but I'm saying like who who would? Oh, I who mean, Dennis Schroeder is obvious. Atlanta. What's that? Dennis Schroeder is obvious. You ought, you have to have Dennis Schroeder on there. But yeah, then, I think you have to have Dennis. I Schroeder. mean, who, who else would Kent Bazemore? I mean, Marco <sighs> Bellinelli. I would it's just hard go... for me to believe that someone who's not a starter is John Collins even a starter on that team? No, right? You know, I really don't know. That that he's... might be the team that I've watched the least this year. He's no, he's not. Arsene Ilyasova is their starter. Ooh, Ilyasova, I would maybe put him in it. He's yeah, I mean, there's no way. You, get, you they have to be starters. Come on now. Unless the team has like 
a transcendent six man, but if you have a transcendent six man who's not starting, it's because your starting lineup is better. Fair right? point. So I think it, it, it cannot be. That's ridiculous. The Washington Wizards, uh, John, Ball, John Wall, Bradley Beal, that's obvious. That's, I mean, that's a dangerous lineup, though, because they're, 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 they get smushed. They're too small, you know? What's up? I, the best formula in NBA Jam is to have a big guy and a good shooter. Yeah, I think I would do Bradley Beal and Otto Portis, but... Porter? Porter, thank you. Bobby Portis, Otto For Porter. For example, yeah. a great great NBA Jam team would be Mike Conley and Marcus Gasol. Mike Conley, Marcus Gasol, as chosen by uh, Mark Termel because the Grizzlies franchise didn't exist, but yes, that's perfect. Uh, Blazers, you have the, the two little guys again, but uh, Terry Porter did choose... Lillard and CJ, uh, and he claims that there was like uh, him and Drexler. Um, I mean, would you choose Nurkic? Like, I mean, I feel like it kind of. I would do Lillard. Be... I would do either Lillard or McCollum, and then Nurkic. Yeah. I mean, he's not as good as either of those guys, but again, if you want that formula, if you want the little guy, big guy formula, then there you go. I think you could just be fine though in, in a two on two with just Lillard and McCollum because they're so explosive offensively. Mm-hmm. I mean, okay. Just ridiculous. Uh, Raptors, who obviously didn't exist, but we're looking at DeRozan and Ibaka, which I thought was interesting. That kind of matches, like, they didn't go with Lowry. Um, that is very interesting. So that's more what you were kind of suggesting. Yeah. I don't know if I would go with Ibaka. There's other big guys on that team I might choose first, but it's reasonable. It's reasonable. I feel bad for Kyle Lowry, but... Um, and then I think that's the only teams that they were either that, that they did, which is weird because there were other teams in NBA Jam. But yeah, um, let's just quickly uh, look at some other teams here. I just I'll name a team and I want you to fire off who you think would be uh, on your w- uh, would be on my thing. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Okay, hang on a second, let me pull this up. Okay, so we've done the Hawks, Celtics, Celtics, uh, Kyrie and Horford. That's not hard. Obvious, totally agree. Yeah. Brooklyn Nets. Brooklyn Nets is much harder. Yeah. Uh, let me take a look at their depth chart. Um, God. Uh, Alan Crabb and Tyler Zeller. Alan Crabb and Rondé Hollis Jefferson. Maybe, oh, I guess maybe Carroll and, and Crabb. I think you have to have what's-his-face on there. Uh, D'Angelo Russell? Spencer, oh, Spencer Dinwiddie. He's been really good. Okay, Dinwiddie, Carroll. Yeah, great. Okay. Great lineup. Love it. Thank you. Uh, Charlotte Hornets. Did we do that one? No, we Charlotte didn't. Hornets. We have not done uh, the Charlotte Hornets. It's got to be Walker, obvious. Right? Yeah, and then d- either Dwight Howard or oh, maybe oh, man. Cody Zeller Williams. is really good for them. Cody Zeller is good, but he he's third on the depth chart for center. So I think that's just because he's hurt right now. Okay, so we want to say Kemba Walker and Cody Zeller. That's what I would do. Okay. Because Dwight Howard is that. so annoying. I can't stand yeah. looking at his Yeah, yeah. Well, but there were guys in that game where I was like, I'm never playing as that team. I hate that player. But anyway. Cleveland yeah. Cavaliers. <laughs> I mean, that's obviously LeBron and Love. Uh, I would go LeBron and Isaiah Thomas. Yeah, but you're dumb. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dallas Mavericks. Uh, ooh, uh, Yogi what is his name? Yogi, Yogi Ferrell? Yeah, Yogi Ferrell and uh, Dirk Nowitzki. And I understand Nowitzki's a million years old, but in the game he's not. Yeah, you, I mean, you, you go, if you still got a guy Dennis Smith like Jr. Dirk active, Dirk you Nowitzki have to put him on there. I, what's that? I would think about putting Dennis Smith Jr. on there. Yeah, so maybe Smith Jr. and Nowitzki, or you can um, maybe talk Denver, me into West Nuggets. Nuggets. Well, obviously Jokic is going to be there. Um, as for the guard spot on the Nuggets... 
Uh, I mean, it's probably Gary Harris, right? Um, Harris Jokic. I can do Jamal I guess Murray. So, yeah, he could. I guess. Who's having a better season, Jamal Murray or Gary Harris? Uh, just statistically. Uh, I'm not sure. What about Paul easy. Millsap? Um, but technically, Gary Harris. Pa- Paul Millsap. Uh, big, Paul Millsap is injured right Millsap now. That's why I hadn't Jokic. thought of him, but. Yeah, you could do Millsap Jokic, and I'd be totally okay with that. Me too. But yeah. all right, what else we got here? Uh, Detroit Pistons. Obviously, well, got Drummond on there. Obviously, it's Drummond, and then I guess it's Reggie Jackson, right? Maybe yeah. Avery Bradley. Maybe Avery Bradley, but probably Reggie Jackson. Yeah, and you know I'm a huge, huge uh, Avery Bradley fan. Yes, I do. Despite his uh, controversies, um, I'm also an Avery Bradley fan. Great player. Uh, yeah. Golden State Warriors. I'm Durant and Curry. I mean, come on. I disagree. Oh, you'd go with what? Green and, and Clay? What would you do? Nick Young and JaVale McGee. <laughs> you know what? I would I would buy that game just because of that. Wouldn't that be so funny just to troll yes. Warriors fans? Yes, <laughs> that that is a playable incredible, Absolutely incredible. The last, uh, the last NBA jam they made, I think, came out in 2011. And uh, the Warriors... Uh, uh, you could actually you could choose usually from about uh, three to four players for your mm-hmm. lineups. Um, mm-hmm. In some cases, more. Uh, but the, the the starting the standard starting lineup for the Warriors was uh, Steph Curry and Monte Ellis, and they were horrible. You could, yeah, well, no defense. Yeah, that's that's amazing. Yeah. Uh, Houston Rockets. Uh, wow. I mean, obviously, obviously James Harden, yeah. but. If you go, if you want to go big, I mean, do you go Clint Capella? I mean, I think on that team you probably do Harden Paul, and it's not fitting in your thing. But I just can't. You can, Trevor Ariza, Clint Capella, Nene, yeah. like who are you? Ryan Anderson, like nobody's Joe excited Gordon. about any of that. That's tough. Yeah, some of these yeah. teams, they're a lot of the talent is in the uh, the backcourt these days. I mean, you know, yeah. guard heavy league. Uh, Pacers, Pacers, Oladipo, faux show. And then, um, Lance I don't know, Stevenson. I would be so tempted to put DeMontis Sabonis on there. Really? Yeah. That's not bad. That's not He's bad. He's super fun. Who would you do? Miles Turner? Bojan? Probably. I don't know. A million-year-old Alan, Al Jefferson? <laughs> He's, he hasn't been that good. I guess, I mean, you've got to have a little depot on there, and then... And then it's whoever. But I just like Sabonis. Yeah. I think Sabonis is not a, not a bad choice. Hmm. Um, L.A. Clippers? L.A. LA Clippers. Uh, well, okay, so this is ridiculous, but I would choose um, Milos Teodosic. Sorry, uh, you, you, and, you're uh, cutting out quite a bit today, I have to say. What's up? You're, uh, you're cutting out quite a bit today. I don't know what the issue is. Are you running some major operation in, your, mm. in the background on your computer? Uh, no. I don't know, but you just, so sorry. You said uh, Mil- Milos Teodosic, Milos Teodosic, and uh, uh, Blake Griffin. I know that's ridiculous. It has to be Lou Williams and Blake Griffin, but I want Milos. Yeah, I like that. Milos. That's fair. That's fair. Hey, these are this is our fun fantasy game. You can put whoever you want on it. Uh, Thanks, buddy. I appreciate. L.A. Lakers. Hey, I'm here. L.A. Lakers is. Uh, trash, right? But um, uh, God, they're trying to sell games, right? So Lonzo Ball and mm-hmm. Brooke Lopez, I guess. I would go Ball Kuzma. 
What about Kuzma? What's that? Kuzma? This is really bad. You got some good options here. You got Brandon Ingram. He's pretty good. Um, I'm going to call you back. Yeah, we're, we're having some, uh, some real Yelp issue. Hello? Are you there? Yeah. Right, let's see if this works better. Thanks for the patience, sound... listeners. So what did you say about Kuzma? Uh, so I was going to say, uh, you got some pretty good options on the Lakers. You got Kuzma, you got Ingram. I know they're Gary kind Payton of the second. trash, but but as a whole, but you do you, you could put a fun two man roster on there, I think. Can I have can I have Gary Payton the second? Sure. Yeah. Why or not? I guess he's Gary Payton two because there's also Gary Payton Jr. You can have whoever you want. Thanks, bud. Uh, Memphis Grizzlies. Oh, we already did that one. Uh, Miami. I mean, I would, yeah. I think. Miami Heat. Miami Heat is probably Goran Dragic, Dragic, and Hassan Whiteside. Yeah, that's but that's pretty. If you want to put Kelly Olynyk in there, I'm not going to stop you. My mine definitely has Kelly Olynyk, but uh, I think yeah. yeah, I think Hassan and and Goran are the uh, obvious choices. Yeah, Milwaukee Bucks. Milwaukee Bucks is obviously uh, our man Giannis and Eric Bledsoe, and uh, probably Eric Bledsoe. He hasn't been there for that long. Uh, it depends yeah. when they did it. If they did it at the beginning of the season, uh, then it would maybe be uh, God. The rest of their Jason Terry, man. What about Chris uh, Middleton? He's great. Chris Middleton and Giannis would be a wonderful t- Twin Towers kind of deal. Mm-hmm. Could throw a Thon Maker in there just because it's hilarious. <laughs> um, Della Vadova. Do- no, I think it's Bledsoe uh, Antetokounmpo. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Timberwolves? The Timberwolves. This is kind of tough because the three prob- best players, like who do you choose among them? Yeah, I, mean, I think it's probably Cat uh, uh, um, for the center role. Uh huh, and then obviously Jimmy Butler, but I, I think it's probably Butler Towns and not Butler Wiggins. But you could make an argument either way. I I, I agree with you. I, I would go Butler Towns for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure. Um, what about the? Oh, we did the Pelicans, the Knicks, Oof. the Knicks. I mean, obviously you got Chris Stapps in the middle there. And Joachim out, Noah outside of. <laughs> Good lord. <laughs> but you know what I mean like Jared Jack Frank Nitalikina like what they what do they they've got nobody yeah I, you know? I think you'd go with Nitalikina no oh. I'm going with Tim Hardaway Jr. because uh, we, then we have Gary money. Payton 2 and Tim Hardaway Jr. so oh that'd be a fun matchup yeah the Knicks what a mess yeah, uh, what a Thunder the Oklahoma basketball professional basketball team um <laughs> You don't have to. I mean, obviously, I know you hate these guys. Yeah, Uh, I'm gonna go uh, Westbrook and Adams. Really, over Paul George? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I I mean, no, Westbrook and George is a really great team, but if we're going traditional, I just really like Stephen Adams. He's like the only player on the team I like. Yeah, he's really good. He's really good, and he's kind of fun to watch. Um, Yeah, I like listening to him talk in interviews. He's hilarious. Orlando Magic. Oh, good lord. What a mess. Uh, uh, um, whoa, what a just a. I mean, Aaron Gordon, that's fine. Yeah, but like, who? El, I mean, who? Who? Alfred Payton is is not great. Uh, Evan Fournier. Uh, 
is not great. Biznak Biombo? Aaron Aflalo. I mean, Mario Hazonia. Like, who? They have so few credible NBA players on this team. John John Simmons, maybe? Jonathan know. Simmons. Yeah, it's probably Jonathan Simmons. Or Vucevic. It's pretty good. Vucevic is... Yeah, but then you've got two centers. That's true. I just well, Aaron Gordon's not a center. Oh, we're doing... You mean Aaron Gordon Vucevic. That makes sense. Okay. Aaron Gordon Vucevic, I could do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sweet. Sorry. Sorry, Orlando Magic fans. Yeah. It was a fun yeah. uh, first uh, couple weeks of the season for you. Um, <laughs> we enjoyed it. The Philadelphia 76ers, who are currently the, uh, playing the Celtics. Don't tell oh, me the score, because I mean, I'm going to watch it later. Simmons and Bede. Simmons and Bede, for sure. For Holy sure. Shit. Sorry, Markel. you got to play some games, buddy. Yeah. Have a career, and then we'll talk. Yeah. Um, Phoenix Suns. Oof. Oh, brother. The Phoenix Suns. Um, well, you got to have, uh, what's his face? Who? Uh, oh. What can Devin I remember? Booker. Devin Booker. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think it's Devin Booker, Tyson Chandler, but you could definitely make a case like Devin Booker, Greg Monroe, or Devin Booker, Alex Lynn, or Devin, I mean, it's kind of like who cares? Dennis, Devin Booker, Marquise, Chris. I mean, you know, you know what? Actually, because I think it'd be the most funny. I'm gonna go Devin Booker, Jared Dudley. <laughs> that would be fun. Yeah, and funny. I'd go Devin Booker. I don't know, maybe Josh Jackson. Just go with two young guys. Greg yeah, Monroe is probably be the exciting. best big they have, but they just never play the poor guy. I know, yeah. Greg Monroe. Free Greg Monroe. Time. We take him on the Celtics in a heartbeat. I mean, you know, free Greg Monroe, for sure. Um, Portland Trailblazers. Oh, we talked about this one. We talked about that one. Although we didn't really, t- we just talked about what they did, and then we didn't think we would do what they did. So yeah. if we want to change the Portland Trailblazers, then I think, uh, yeah, I guess we talked about it. Nurkic, Nurkic Lillard or Lillard McCollum, and either one's fine. Y- yeah, exactly. Um, uh, Sacramento Kings. <laughs> <laughs> uh zach randolph and uh no um i mean maybe actually uh maybe vince uh, carter george hill and zach randolph buddy healed buddy healed and the Costa next uh, steph curry yeah yeah greatest player vince carter and uh and zach randolph will go with the all over 40 team i don't think actually zach randolph is over 40 but you know no he's team. not there's only a couple uh, guys in the league that are over 40 it's pretty rare yeah the aaron fox and buddy healed team goes yeah, Costa Kufis. I think it's probably George Hill and Zach Randolph. Are you uh, are you on the NBA thing, uh, NBA.com roster website? No. Is it different? I don't know. I just the picture of Costa Kufis is so funny because it looks like someone photoshopped his head to look smaller. I'm going to send you a link right now. Just so you <laughs> Hold on. I'm going it. there. I'm going there. I'm going there. They photoshopped his head to make it look smaller, you're saying? It looks like that. Yeah. Okay. I'm clicking on the Kings and their starters. Where is Kufos? Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't even look like a good photoshopping. Yeah, it looks really it, weird. It looks poorly photoshopped. His That's neck is so huge. Amazing. Yeah, his <laughs> neck is ridiculous. I mean, listen, Mr. Kufos is seven feet tall and two hundred sixty-five pounds. So please don't listen to this, Costa Kufos. And I like him, Costa. You got yeah. We like him. you. We like you, Kufos. Yeah. Uh, Spurs. I mean. Are we doing this? I mean, okay, injuries are not a factor, so obviously it's Kawhi and Pau Gasol. Or not Lamarcus, uh, Lamarcus? No, it's, 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 I it's immediately second thought this. It's, it's, it is Kawhi and, and Lamarcus Aldridge. I, I agree. Just, uh, I agree. Just not really close. I love Pau Gasol, but he's, uh, he's an old dude. Yeah. Uh, Raptors, we already did. Um, yeah. Utah Jazz. Utah Jazz. I mean, obviously it's, uh, uh, um, you got Goldie uh, Blocks on Rudy there. Gobert in the, in the center. 
I think Donovan Mitchell, uh, uh, Rudy Gobert. Uh, I'm going Ricky Rubio, uh, Rudy Gobert. You're crazy. I just like I want to see the the hair flying in the wind. I'm going like eight, seventeen year old Ricky Rubio and and uh, and uh, and Gobert. No, it's probably Donovan Mitchell. You're right. Trey think... Burke, so he's not on that team anymore. <laughs> uh, Washington Wizards, last one. Did, or did we do this one? We did the Washington Wizards. Oh yeah, we did. Yeah. Have we done everybody now? That's it. I'm looking through this list. Like, did we forget anyone? But no, you you did it. You did everybody. Yeah. So so there you go, people. NBA Jam 2017, 2018, uh, playground rules style. <laughs> that was so much fun. Oh, that was a lot of fun. I love when we do week. shit like that, uh, stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, NBA Jam, a uh, uh, great sports game. I really hope that it comes back sometime. The the iteration they did more recently, uh, uh, like six or seven years ago, was also a lot of fun. I think they could. I think it'd be a blast. Please, Nintendo Switch is the perfect platform for a new NBA Jam. Oh, it really is. Yeah. Cool. So, what else do we got here? So, uh, I'm sure uh, people are kind of sick about this story the uh, the, hmm. the clippers uh rockets game oh. from i think it was okay. monday that's was, not the uh, story i thought you were going to be sick of but yeah people are probably sick of that too yeah a lot of these stories people are sick of <laughs> yeah <laughs> um yeah uh so the two people who uh got suspended are, are trevor ariza and gerald green which is funny because i don't even really when the story was first coming out i don't remember a lot of talk about gerald green you know. No, the only thing I heard about Gerald Green was how hilarious it is that a guy who was on the team for about five minutes was immediately like, I got this. Yeah, well, he's he's from Houston. He's really embraced uh, playing there. So I, I Apparently, I, uh, by all accounts, a phenomenal teammate. Phenomenal. Yeah, yeah people yeah. really like him a lot. Um, yeah, that was just so weird. People like... The Clippers really seem to relish uh, not being liked. Yeah, you know, it's funny. Chris Paul... I thought it was a Chris Paul thing. Yeah. No, well, I, I think uh, people don't like Blake Griffin. People don't like Blake Griffin. That's true. But I felt like the combination of those two, like Chris Paul is a very prickly guy. Mm-hmm. Blake Griffin just, for some reason that I don't know because I don't know him, just pisses everybody off. I think he came, he basically was anointed a superstar before he even like played a game. And I think that uh, rubbed people the wrong way. And he gets a lot of opportunity living in LA. He's got, gets tons of commercials and he's, you know, he's one of the most famous basketball players in the world, and I think I think there's a little bit of resentment. Sure, but I mean, the guy, if the guy is nice, and clearly he must not be, <laughs> you know, because it's like if the guy is nice, nobody cares, you know what I mean? I agree, but he is... Like, it, in tennis, Roger Federer, my favorite player, uh, when, if you listen to the interviews he does after matches, he sometimes says things that are so unbelievably arrogant that I'm, like, shocked, but when he says them, I'm just like, ah, Roger... You know, Roger, because like, he's so nice. Everybody likes him. Everybody likes him. His opponents love him. Like he's wow. friends with everybody by all accounts. Way to shoehorn tennis into this podcast, Ari. Well, <laughs> we were getting there. You said I could have a spot every every week about tennis. I said you could do a few minutes at the end of a podcast. So all right, okay. Turn it we'll off. pause this now. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, I think uh, I think Blake Griffin. Uh, the, the one thing you know, people do seem to like not like that he gets all these commercials and stuff, but he's. Genuinely, like a good he's really actor, good. And funny. Yeah, he's really good at the commercials. I don't know how many Kevin Durant commercials you've seen, but that guy is is not charismatic. No, one of my favorite things about um, I don't know if they do this, but the NBA League Pass doesn't really do this. But but the NHL League Pass will show you the ads from the local communities. Oh, they don't do that on NBA League Pass. And, yeah, no, I know, and it's so amazing because the local, the regional commercials that someone like a Kevin Durant does <laughs> are so awful. So I really, really awful. wish that was a feature on League Pass because I love watching uh, regional commercials. 
Yeah, I remember it's I, so much fun. I was watching a, a Phoenix uh, Suns game at a sports bar, and they had the the Phoenix feed going, and like mm. there were so many commercials for exercise videos. I mean, have you ever been to Indiana? Phoenix. Oh, sorry, you said Phoenix. Why did I hear Indiana? Uh, Phoenix. That's more interesting. Yeah, I don't know. I don't get it. Mm. Okay. I had a buddy that lived in Phoenix. Um, all did. he said was that it was kind of boring and that you have to drive everywhere, even if you're going like a half a block. People. Yeah, just I drive visited. Everywhere. It was that's pretty accurate. I had fun, but yeah, it's definitely like a I would visit here kind of place. Not. I've been to Arizona, but I don't think I've been to Phoenix. I didn't really have any desire to live there, but I had a fun time. All right. Well, moving on. The, yeah, the Clippers Rockets fight. It's been endlessly discussed. There's not really a whole lot of new stuff to say about it, but it's uh, it's uh, it's kind of weird that they're. I don't know. The whole Clippers, the Clippers season has been really fascinating. You know, yeah. they've been dead. You know, every, everyone had kind of written a eulogy for them in their season, and now they're really coming on. And, and Lou Williams is, is sort of turning to a superstar, and they're winning all these games. And now it looks like they're probably going to be in the playoffs. Uh, I think they're still technically outside, but I, I think the, the smart money right now is at them making the playoffs. Um, so did you? Sorry, keep going. No, no, go ahead. Did you see the... Oh, you did see. So you saw the story. The only part of this I still want to discuss is the Austin Rivers part. Yes, I was getting ready to uh, uh, segue. Okay, that's my fault, and I apologize. No, 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 no. It's quite all right, Ark. We're a team. Anyone can, <laughs> anyone can segue. This quote from Austin Rivers, where he says, People are like, well, his dad gave him a chance. Is that true or not? I don't know. It might be, Rivers said. But could it be that my pops knew how good I could be because he's <laughs> my pops? Is I love that. Phenomenal. <laughs> way to way to really flip the conversation Austin. yeah like the fact that he's the main one of the main reasons this happened is not shocking to me what a what a he, db like what a just oh my god to be fair yeah, to him he's actually new. having a pretty decent season he's a he's a fine nba player but let me ask you if you took 20 guys who didn't make it in the league because they didn't figure it out quick enough and you gave them the opportunities he's had, would they be able to play at the same level as Austin Rivers? I say probably like 15 of them. Yeah, I totally agree. This is That's exactly the point we made when we talked about him a month or two ago. Yeah, um, yeah he's, uh, he's the poster boy for sports nepotism. Um, and yeah. It's, yeah, and I, by the way, I don't feel bad. I don't. I mean, I totally understand why Doc Rivers did what he did because you know, I would. A lot of dads would do the same thing. I'm yeah, sure. Family first, but, you know. Yeah, yeah, but like, holy moly, it's just that sucks. Like, what an awful situation to be in. Yeah, I mean, and apparently, you know, that was it. Really, hit, uh, Austin Rivers' presence on the team really rubbed Chris Paul the wrong way. He didn't like. Uh, I saw that yeah. wasting all that money on uh, someone that. Well, you know, couldn't play, and he also thought that the guy came in with a like my dad's your your boss kind of chip on his shoulder, which I totally totally believe. Yeah, uh, and Chris Paul's not the kind of guy to you know he's a difficult guy even if you're you know awesome, <laughs> like, but if you're but if that if you know if it's perceived nepotism, I could see him being pretty negative about it. Some of these quotes are just so amazing. He says, I know what the narrative is on me. It's because I come from money and I have swagger and confidence about me. No, it isn't, Austin. <laughs> it's, it's not because <laughs> no. of that. <laughs> As it turns out, you don't know where the narrative's coming from. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh, Austin Rivers. I <laughs> almost love that he's in the league. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. No, he makes it more fun for, for us, for sure. So, speaking of stories that people are sick of, uh, there's been some controversy about uh, the conflict between 
when Isaiah Thomas uh, wants to have his tribute video video and Paul oh, yes. Pierce's Jersey retirement night. Uh-huh. Um, so Paul Pierce didn't want the video on his on the same night as his retirement ceremony because he wants that that night to be all about him, which <sighs> Jalen Rose uh, called Paul Pierce out and said he was being petty. Um, I'm, I'm curious. I, I, I guess I'll just say, like, I'm kind of on Paul Pierce's side. Like, I love both of those guys, but uh, he wants to have that night just be about him. And, you know, he won a championship. He played there for 15 years. I, I think he kind of has earned the right to make that call, you know? What, what do you think? Uh, yeah, I, I, I sort of think I agree with, uh, I think it was Bill Simmons who said that, like, um, why, maybe we should fundamentally question why Isaiah Thomas is getting a video tribute in the first place. It's like, not that he doesn't deserve it, not that he wasn't a great player or great for the Celtics, but it's a little weird that this is even coming up. I mean, yeah, he did, he played two and a half seasons, but he was, he played two and a half seasons and they shanked him, as Bill Simmons said. (laughs) And it feels like they're trying to say sorry, I guess, maybe? I don't know. It just feels like this is really weird, and I understand. Also, okay, there's so many different weird dimensions to this, because I sort of understand Isaiah's thing about, like, I don't want you to tribute for me when I'm sitting on the bench, but also at the same time, that's dumb. Yeah. They're not recognizing what you're doing tonight. They want you to lose tonight. (laughs) They're recognizing what you did before you left. I think... I feel really bad for Isaiah Thomas. Like watch, watching him on the Cavs so far this year, and, and it's early, and he'll probably play himself in a better shape. Um, oh yeah, but he definitely looks way out. Yeah, and it's just like you know, I, I don't know that he'll ever have the opportunity again that he had with the Celtics, where he was the man. You know, the ball was probably always probably not, in his but hands. nobody, most people don't even get that once. That's true. That's true. He did. He did get to experience that. And um, I, all I know is that Paul Pierce. Uh, I mean, let's not, not to blow this out of proportion, but Paul Pierce was stabbed. Yeah. Right? And then played yeah. a playoff game like two days later. Yeah, that's right? very like, true. Paul Pierce lost, played on a season where they lost, what, 19 straight games? Paul Pierce didn't leave the Celtics when there were many, many good reasons to do so. Paul Pierce took the team to the Eastern Conference Finals before he had anyone's help. Mm-hmm. Paul well, Pierce, he had Anton Walker then. Sure. Uh, Paul Pierce... Um, hey, Antoine Walker was great on the Celtics. Yes. Paul Pierce, uh, well, yeah, you are absolutely right, he was. Uh, but, but Paul Pierce is in the conversation for one of the, uh, not the, I don't know, what's the term? Not the not the best, but like the most Celtic of all time. Like, you know, like like the Celtics have had a lot of great players, and Paul Pierce is certainly not the best Celtic of all time. Yeah. Um, but he is one of the most iconic Celtics of all time. I think since that Larry Bird era, uh, with, he's uh, the next guy. Yeah, I think he's he's really the only like true like legacy Celtic that we've had since then. I th- some people would say Kevin Garnett, but Kevin Garnett only played there for six years. You know, no, I think Kevin Garnett is much more associated and will continue to be so with the Timberwolves. Yeah, um, I mean, obviously he won in there, but I mean, it's like you know Gary Payton won in Miami. I mean, it's more Kevin Garnett obviously had a bigger impact, but like. Um, no, I think that I mean, Paul Pierce, it's like the Yankees fans always talk about true Yankees. Like, Mantle mm-hmm. was a true Yankee, but Maris wasn't a true Yankee, and I think all that's pretty stupid. But uh, Paul Pierce was a true Celtic, mm-hmm. and uh, and he didn't want to leave, you know? And I just think, you know, it, petty or not, if the man, after all he put in, just doesn't want the 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 tribute, 
I just don't think you show it. And I don't. Well, also, how did this even become public? Uh, I think it was because um, I think they were talking about it uh, on because Paul Pierce does like the ESPN halftime show sometimes. Yeah, yeah, no, they were. But why did it come to that point? Why didn't the Celtics just say to him quietly, "We'll take care of this"? Paul. Yeah, I don't know. I, it should it should have definitely gone that way. I mean, because you this, know, this looks bad on both of them in weird, dumb ways, and it's neither of their fault. This, this is, is the, the kind of story fault. that people really grab onto for for various reasons. Yeah, everyone um, has something to say for sure. Yeah. Um, it is it is kind of weird that it is it's kind of playing out in the public sphere and and that's why we're talking about it now. Uh, yeah. I I do feel really bad for Isaiah Thomas. You know, I think he does want closure. Uh, yeah, and I think for him that video tribute would would provide some sort of closure and and you know, I mean he's still okay, gonna get a, he's he's still gonna get a standing ovation at that game. You know, people in yeah. Boston just love 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 Isaiah. Oh yeah, Thomas. And the team doesn't control that, but I, I mean like if he's already gonna say well, uh, let's not do it this night. Why don't they just do it the next time he comes? I I understand that's next season, but who cares? I agree. I I completely agree. You know, yeah. Um, it was sad when when Isaiah Thomas publicly uh, rescinded his request for a, a tribute video. <laughs> <laughs> Weird, but sad. Um, I I just, yeah. I just like. I really hope that uh, uh, Isaiah Thomas makes some money and, and goes somewhere that's good for him at the end of the season because it looks pretty ugly right now. But who knows? You know. Yeah, I know. I mean, the Celtics definitely cost him. Well, he and the Celtics cost him a whole lot of money. So, well, I don't think the Celtics were ever going to pay him that money. If they were ready to pay it, I don't think they would have traded him. I I love Isaiah Thomas. You don't th- even even if Kyrie hadn't been available. I don't think they were going to pay him a max contract either way. Okay. He was. He was. He's what? He's twenty seven or twenty eight now. Um, and he's uh. Of a very very talented offensive player, but like when when you make him your highest paid player, I think that really puts a, a limit on how far you can go. Because he's he did have an amazing um, performance in the playoffs uh, when he scored like fifty two points against Washington. But generally, uh, teams are pretty good about like taking him out. Like he's never he's never really as good in the playoffs as he is in the regular season when the game sort of changes. Um, I, you know, I'm, I'm not trying to rag on him because I do love him uh, as a person and as a player. But I, I don't think I don't think the Celtics were going to pay him all that money, no matter what. I also love the fact that he was named Isaiah because his father bet a friend over the Pistons Lakers yeah. in the '89 yeah, finals. So which funny, is a crazy story. Yeah, but no, I I, I agree with everything you said. I think, uh, and uh, you know, it's just a, it's just a dumb situation. It's the kind of thing that we've we all love to talk about, but it's dumb. Yeah, it's it's it is it is. Uh, I don't think Paul Pierce is necessarily being petty, but I think the whole thing is kind of petty. Um, yeah, yeah, and it's it's just like unfortunate. Like what a what weird timing, you know. Um, but whatever. Um, <laughs> so uh, moving on, uh, I just had to post this because I just thought it was so funny. Um, so I cannot pronounce this guy's name. The the Raptor, Lucas. Oh, Nogera. Nogera. I think uh, it's Nogera. Yeah. So he's uh he's this big, tall Brazilian dude with face tattoos, and he apparently like really likes Nickelback. <laughs> <laughs> he also says he tries to live like a musician. I don't know. He he's an interesting guy. Yeah, he seems I mean, I, I like people who kind of leverage their NBA, you know, the wealth and the visibility they have into kind of 
doing things that interest them. And, and this guy obviously loves music, you know. But uh, Listen, you know, there's some, I think we forget, you and I are both, I think I can speak fairly confidently, not Nickelback fans. But it correct. is worth noting that they sold a ton of records. Um, they're a reason why they're a household name. And uh, while we don't like them, a lot of people do. I mean, they've sold more than 50 million albums. So, you know, apparently Nojera is one of them. I I definitely wouldn't say that I like or enjoy their music, but I've always found it interesting that they've kind of become like a, a cultural shorthand for terrible music. Like, mm. you know, like, I I don't know why they're any worse. Like, look at some of the other bands that uh, this guy lists amongst his favorites. favorites. Sure. The only one that I like is Oasis, because I think the yeah, first yeah. two Oasis albums are great. But, like, Creed, the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Creed is actually the, the example. Like, why is, why is Nickelback worse than Creed? I guess no. the difference is that people feel like, you know, it's like that, that video someone did, or that thing someone did where they layered all the Nickelback songs on top of each other, which actually I really enjoy that, listening to that. But um, uh-huh. the idea that they're all basically the same exact song over and over again. Uh-huh. Uh, I I don't know if that's true for Creed, but like you know, it's a formula. It works, and I I don't know. It's weird. It is weird, but I guess you just people just choose one to hate. I'm sure at some point in some future era that Nickelback will get their critical reappraisal. I'm not sure it'll work out in their favor, but I'm sure it'll happen at some point if it hasn't already. <laughs> a future Pitchfork article for sure. Uh, yeah, for, absolutely. Um, of these bands that he lists, do you like any of these? I'm I'm gonna where is it? I'm gonna list. The stuff that he uh, cites. So Keen, yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. What? Keen. He listens to Keen every day. Keen. Are you familiar with them? K E A N E. Uh, oh yeah, I am familiar with them, but I don't think I could listen a list a single song. So yeah, I I, I, I wouldn't recognize them if you played me five songs and told me you know name the Keen Keen one. I definitely couldn't pick it out. Right. Um, the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Not a fan. Me either. I hate the Red Hot Chili Peppers. <laughs> I don't hate them as people, but uh, I don't like their music at all. Uh, where do you fall on Oasis? Uh, I agree with you. The, the first couple albums are phenomenal, and after that, it's kind of irrelevant. Creed. Yeah, no. When I when I was a freshman in college, uh, the guy who lived across the hall from me played, uh, what was their first big single? Higher? You remember that one? E- vaguely, yeah. Can you take me higher? Yeah, yeah. Yes, I yes, uh, thank you. <laughs> He uh, he used to play that song literally every morning when he woke Whoa. up. He would blast it. He loved it. Oh. <laughs> we used to call him Creed. I don't remember what his name was. We just called him Creed. Um, <laughs> Aerosmith. Uh, no, not really. Not really. Yeah, I, I, you know, I think some of their early stuff is is okay, but yeah, uh, yeah, yeah it's fine. I don't really respect what they kind of turned themselves into uh, in no. in the late eighties and and through since then. You know. They don't. Yeah, I just I've never. I don't think I've ever owned an Aerosmith. I, I think Janie got a gun is probably my favorite Aerosmith song, but I think that that's even that's a big stretch. Yeah, they, like it's fine. You know, I think some of their early stuff is pretty good. But yeah, uh, yeah, they, yeah, they've got they've got a couple good songs. I just they've never been a band I cared about. It it really really bums me out that they're the most famous and successful band from Massachusetts. <laughs> it, 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 seriously, it really really bums me. I out. believe that. Yeah. Um, Sublime. No. Yeah, I. Uh, I'm not a huge fan. I definitely, I would say that I respect them a little bit more than most of the stuff on this list, but I'm not, yeah, I don't, I don't really Sublime is one of those bands where it's not, it's not really their fault, uh, but it's a combination of two things. Number one, um, they were so overplayed Mm -hmm. that it really just, I started to just be miserable. And the second thing is, it's one of those bands where I really don't like the, the super fans. 
Yeah, I, I agree. They do have so, some really annoying fans. Yeah, so they that's just it puts. I already don't love the music, and then the fans put a bad taste in my mouth. It's like, like, like a Dave Matthews band or whatever. Like, they're you know, Dave Matthews band is fine. They're I went through a phase that that's actually the only band that we've mentioned so far that I actually did go through a phase of liking, but their fans just were so awful. Uh, I don't see Dave Matthews band on this list. You just brought no, them up. No, it's not. I just brought love them. <laughs> yeah. I so never had a phase with them. I did have a sublime phase when I was in high school. That's I had a, I had a lot of people did. Phase, I'll admit that. Uh, bon Jovi. Again, there's a couple songs that are fun. They're a good uh, karaoke band. I've never owned a Bon Jovi album. Yeah, I'm I'm not a, I'm not a huge fan at all. Um, yeah, yeah. In yeah, yeah. Bon Jovi. The less said, the better. Uh, Green Day. I sure. Uh, I again never a super fan of Green Day, but they were you know like any child of relatively the same age that you and I are mm-hmm. Green Day was definitely a formative piece of my um, middle school life and uh, and I definitely knew all the words to all their songs yeah I would say for me it's kind of like the Oasis thing where the first couple albums especially you know uh, what was it Dookie which yeah. I think is their third album when that broke out that was really huge and I really loved it and then uh, Insomniac the follow up that, that's actually a pretty solid album but much like uh, a lot of the bands on this list I just think since then, everything they do is just, like, way, way too produced. Um, yeah. Like, their their last few albums to me are just completely unlistenable. I used to give mm-hmm. bass lessons to a kid who was obsessed with Green Day. Um, yeah, it doesn't surprise me. That was always fun. Uh, Blink-182. No, I actually really don't like Blink-182. Yeah, I, I have um, severe dislike for them. And the yeah. other bands that... But we might as well just lump these all in together. Simple Plan and Hoobastank. And, and Hoobastank, Yeah. That who there's that one Hoobastank song that will sometimes just show up in my head. The reason, you know, I don't even know if I know it. And you the know, reason is you something, something. You know, I need Mark, a reason. We're gonna get sued to if you sing too much of the song. Be careful. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, that song is awful, but um, it was so played at one point in time that it is somewhere in my head. And then Simple Plan, I don't even, what is the Simple Plan? Simple Plan had one hit, right? What they is sound, their... all I know really about them is that they sound a lot like Blink-182, and they might be oh, okay. even worse. Oh, are they the band that do the song? Oh, I wasn't even thinking of Simple Plan. I was thinking of Simply Red. That's how irrelevant they are. What oh, Simply you... Red is awesome, dude. No, but they're not Simple Plan. What yeah. was the uh, What was the thing you were saying? Well, isn't that song Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous? Isn't that a Simple Plan? I have no idea. Well, you know, uh, I'll make you a playlist. <laughs> <laughs> if you could yeah thanks so yeah. yeah but i mean it really just means this dude he grew up in brazil right yeah and he just liked a bunch of random semi-shitty popular in the era he was a teenager american bands like just not... because just because we don't like that music doesn't mean that it's, it's not cool that those bands are successful you know right totally and i mean they were all like popular like. i mean i don't know i you know my fiance she she doesn't listen to the lyrics to any music because she can't, you know, English is not her first language and she can't understand what they're saying. Yeah. So she does not care about whether the lyrics are good or not. Well, sure. you know, that changes what music you like. Oh, absolutely. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. Without lyrics, Pulp is just a kind of good Britpop band. When you listen to the lyrics. I would have guessed that you were a Pulp super fan. That does not surprise me. I don't know if I'd say super fan, but I do really like them a lot. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. I'm completely neutral on pulp which is i mean that in every possible way they that's crazy. absolutely fine band did i tell no, you I had tickets but you're to actually see, like uh, that's a negative thing i'm saying i'm they are perfectly neutral to me did i tell you i had tickets to see uh steely dan this spring that's the greatest thing you've ever told me but you always tell me this stuff without telling me hey i also got you a ticket to see steely dan. come dude we just got lawn tickets 
Right on. Where are they playing? Shoreline. Oh, man. With Steely Dan the Shoreline. Dewey Brothers. What? Yeah. Okay. I might actually have to do that. That sounds like a lot of fun. Oh, I, th- I still think I'm going to come to your thing. Wait, this is so off topic now. All right. <laughs> um, so there's one more story. We should wrap this up, but there's one more story we should talk about. The starters being named for the all Yes, game? because that's the only thing that's actually, like, happening now. Okay. All right. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. All right. I know right. we don't care that much, but... So in the East, uh, Kyrie, DeMar, LeBron, Giannis, Joel Embiid. I, I think for yeah. the most part, they got it right. Yeah, no, no, no real complaints there. There's the, uh, you know, the idea that Joel Embiid maybe has missed too much time. I, you know, I think the All Star Game, especially the starting lineups, it's really just about players that people love watching, and those are five extremely. Yeah, I don't understand players. why you wouldn't want Joel Embiid in your All Star Game. I, people take this stuff way too seriously. This is not all NBA. This is not. Anything real. This is like, I mean, I understand that when you're going to go to the Hall of Fame, they're going to be like, how many All-Star appearances did yeah. they make? But like, if you don't want to see Joel Embiid in the, in the All-Star game, you're not watching basketball. Yeah, I do, th- I do think it matters a little bit. You know, like people still call like David West, you know, they're like All-Star David West. You know, he played in the All-Star game like 10 years ago. Um, yeah, no, no, no. no. I, I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is it, it matters who gets called an All-Star, but like how many games that person played that season does not really matter to me yeah no he, um, he deserves to be there he's he's uh fantastically entertaining he's a great player and he's exactly yeah. the type of person that should be showcased so in event nine like that, years since which David no one cares about but we're definitely going to watch it this year yes do you know the celtics haven't had anyone start in the all-star game in like 20 years i mean who who would have paul, paul pierce, pierce? no and i'll tell you why and you're not going to want to hear this paul pierce phenomenal nba player probably if not already a Hall of Famer. Dude, I know uh, what you're going to say. Don't do it. Don't do it, Arik. <laughs> what do you think I'm going to say? You're going to say they play the same position as LeBron James. No. I'm oh. going to say not the most popular player outside of Boston. Not really dynamic. Whoa. Not really that exciting or interesting. Oh, like, my gosh. There, there has never been a point That's in my life way where worse like, than what I, thought I was, love. You're going to say. You know who I love to watch play basketball? Paul Pierce. Paul Pierce is not that big outside of Boston. He's just not. Well, I hope everyone's enjoyed the last episode of Playground. <laughs> I, I'm not. It's not. A, it's not a slight to Paul Pierce. Dude, he's, he's just phenomenal. He's a phenomenal. I'm not, it's not player. about how good he is. He was never that exciting to anyone. Paul Pierce was never that like famous in that way. But he just this is a popularity contest. I'm not saying he shouldn't. I have guess been an the thing that he's most starters. known for is the wheelchair game. Yeah. Yeah. Like. He's not. He was never. He was just solidly great for many, many, many years. But just he was never, solidly great. No, that's a good thing. And he was an all star. But he was never. This is fan voting. Herc, Herc. You can you can be a real butthead sometimes. You know that. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Anyway. Well, we said we were going to tell truth to power, and I'm doing that right now. <laughs> In the West, we've got uh, Steph Curry, James Harden, Kevin Durant, yeah. Anthony Davis, Demarcus Cousins. Uh, I'm a little surprised at the double Davis Cousins thing, but uh, when I thought about it, I was not really able to figure out who I would have changed. I mean, they are both incredibly good. They probably are the two best big men um, in the West. It's just the team hasn't been that good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, But you you can't really deny anything else on that uh, list. I I think it's fine. I I don't know who I would have had differently. I think it's – I like that Westbrook's not a starter. So. Yeah, I don't think he deserves it. Um, are so in the uh, in the East, the top three teams are represented, right? You got the Celtics, 
You got the Boston uh, and Raptors, uh, Raptors, and you got the Cavs. And the Cavs, yeah. In the West right now, the top three are Houston, Golden State, and San Antonio, right? Yeah, but who from San Antonio? Actually, that's what it was. I would take Cousins out, and I would put uh, Aldridge in. Yeah, I, I, I kind of uh, agree with you. Um, but I'm not surprised. Uh, Mark, much like uh, Paul Pierce, and I say this as someone who generally roots for the Blazers at this point in my life, uh, LaMarcus Aldridge, not super popular. Are you surprised? Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. Are you uh, uh, surprised that they're, uh, like, like Jimmy Butler isn't on there? No. I mean, who would he have replaced? Like, Harden, Curry, and Durant were obvious. Like, that was never not going to happen. And then yeah. Anthony Davis, I mean, you know. And you get yeah, all the buckets, right. buckets you put people in. So I suppose you're right. Um, I will say one thing about the All-Star game. If Dame Lillard gets snubbed again, I'm, I'm going to be so upset on his behalf. He hasn't played the All-Star game in like three years, and he's so good. I know. I know know it's really competitive, but like, he really deserves it. No, uh, Damian Lillard has to be on the All-Star team. Yeah. It's just, it's ridiculous. It's not, it's not like quirky anymore. It's just wrong and dumb. Yeah, it's, it's just like, it is really, uh, you know, to go back to talking about how this does have an impact on their legacy, like... Yeah, the guy the guy is just the guy plays basketball like it's meant to be played and he's just a force of nature and he's so phenomenal and so fun to watch. Put him in there guys. Put him in. But yeah, let's get this right, people. We'll give us, a we'll give us season. a vote eventually. <laughs> yeah, he's having a great season. I mean like 25 points, 6.5 assists, 4.8 rebounds, 22.83 per. I mean he's he's you know, really he's playing great. I I don't and Portland is, you know, they're they're doing okay. So, I mean, they're above five hundred. So, I don't know what argument you would have for not putting him in there. I mean, who who? I don't know. We'll see what happens. But the man deserves to be in the All Star game. He absolutely does. And let's hope yeah. that it's uh, sooner than later. Um, we, when do we just, when do we hear about all this? It's soon, right? Twenty twenty fifth is when they'll announce the lineups because the captains will will pick their teams. Um, oh no no no! But the, but oh, so we don't even hear who the coaches voted in until the captains pick their teams. I believe so, or it might be on the same day. I, That's we'll find out. Fun. They you just know, come out. It's like a wrestling thing. They can I, I announce it whenever they want, and when they finally do, we'll be here, ready to talk about it. Yeah, that's so true. And uh, it'll it will be interesting to see. Like I, I do like the idea of some of these guys playing together that don't usually get to. Like it'd be fun to watch. Like. You know, LeBron and Durant on the same team would be pretty crazy. Not going to happen unless LeBron chooses first. True, true. Because if Steph Curry doesn't pick Durant, that would be shocking. But he should. He should not pick Durant, right? It's like and we maybe they've talked play together about it the and they're boys and blah, 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 and it's fine. But, man, Durant's kind of prickly, and you don't want to mess that up. You, you, I'm just going to say this. If Steph Curry chooses first and doesn't choose Durant, he damn sure better have talked to Durant beforehand, and it better be, like, one million percent cool with Durant. Durant Do you think these guys, like, text each other, and they're like, hey, man, like, pick me. Like, do they they care? Are they thinking about it? Yes. Interesting. Well, it'll be be fun to see how these uh, uh, play out, and I really hope that there is a nice mix of East and West on each team. And I'm looking forward to seeing... Yeah, I want to see some goofy lineups, Mm -hmm. for sure. Is there anyone else that's like not a starter that you're like besides Dame Lillard that you're like they better vote for this guy to be an All Star? 
Uh, that's a good question because I mean I think I think everyone I think they'll but it's hard to know before they stub snub someone right yeah that's fair and like, and there's know. like there are obviously some people who are, are uh, all all but guaranteed to get in there like Ru- Russell Westbrook will play in this All Star game oh yeah he'll be on the All Star team for sure uh, so I th- I don't know um, I'm not I can't think of anyone off the top of my head but I'm I, when, when they actually announce the uh, the full lineups I'm sure we will discuss who. Who they got terribly, terribly wrong. I'll be really mad if uh, they don't pick Al Horford, but I'm pretty sure they will. I think Horford's going to be on the team, yeah. yeah. I mean, you you got to have at least two Celtics. I mean, and it's a little early for basically anyone else on the team, so. Yeah, you, I, I don't think you can Tatum's make a strong case for uh, for any of the other big contributors. Um, no, it's got to be Horford, I think. Uh, uh, you'll And, you know, Kyle Lowry will make the team. and uh, Oh, he better. Kyle, Kyle Lowry, that's another one. If he doesn't make the team, I'll be furious. Yeah, but I really think Victor Oladipo should make the team, so, you know. That's fair. Yeah, he's been really, really good, too. I don't know. Yeah, yeah I think uh, I, I, it's really the only part of the, uh, besides, you know, All-Star Weekend is fun. Like, I like the Rising Stars game. I like the three-point shooting contest. The yeah, I challenge. love All-Star Saturday night. I really yeah. do. The dumb contest is whatever, usually, but sometimes it's great. But the three-point contest is awesome. Uh, I love it. And, um... I wish they Rising Stars is uh, the the thing where the the WNBA team was involved is now gone unfortunately I think which is sucky because oh weird fun. yeah the thing that Chris Bosh won like four years in a row um, but uh, but there is a lot of good stuff I don't really care at all about the All Star game typically but this year like you said we will definitely be watching I just got sad when he said Chris Bosh yeah I think we're all sad gone too soon way too soon mm-hmm. yeah. Well, anyway, uh, thanks for listening. Uh, I've been watching my feed closely, and it's definitely been recording the whole time. Uh, we did have some technical issues today, um, but uh, I think the worst is over. Um, hopefully it sounds all right. We just really appreciate you all sticking with us. Yeah, thanks. Thanks so much, guys. Uh, we'll try not to miss a week again. Um, but, you know, things happen. Life happens. This isn't, this isn't a job for us. This is a passion. And sometimes this is a labor of love. Yeah, sometimes life happens. Um, yeah. Yeah, cool. Well, I hope you have a great night, Ark, and I hope I get to see you soon. Uh, you as well, and yeah, let's make that happen. Maybe at the Steely Dan concert? Well, isn't that like in June? Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to come see I, uh, Jumanji with me and Arthur tomorrow? Uh, maybe. Let me think about it. Oh, it's 6.30, AMC Van Ness. All right, well, good to know. Yeah, well, we better not post this episode now. Uh until after that because I don't want to get flocked by fans (laughs) (laughs) alright good night everybody good night